welcome to the way of the womb podcast my name is beck i'm your host and i'm a trauma-informed holistic birthing doula womb worker and earth lover i am here to support you and all womb owners whether that's through your monthly cycles and navigating the everyday or whether that's to support your journey through the rite of passage of pregnancy and birth my passion is to support souls to come home to themselves so you can connect back to your innate power, your intuition and the wisdom of your body so you can feel empowered and live your truth. On this platform, we will be discussing periods, pregnancy, plant medicine, birth, trauma, mental health, spirituality, earth to body connection and everything in between. This is a place for conscious souls to gather so that together we can heal, thrive and live authentically, unapologetically as ourselves. This is the Way of the Womb podcast. All right, everyone. It's Beck and Luce. (laughs) (laughs) So we've come together to have um, a little chat today and we're going to actually put it out on birth our podcast so this is going to be on revolution evolution and the way of the womb yeah. um so we're bringing this out kind of to talk about christmas and the christmas periods and yeah it's something we've spoken about a little bit and we thought why not put it out there for everyone because i'm sure a lot of people will resonate with the things that we'll mention in the podcast today yeah definitely so we've been talking a lot about because beck's heading home for christmas and well, I'm actually staying in Glastonbury this year and it'll be the first time in years, like wherever I've been in the world, Australia, wherever, I've always come home for Christmas and funnily enough, I'm in England this year, but I'm not going mm. back just because of the older members of my family. So um, it's fine, but you're heading home, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And it's just brought up um, a lot of conversations about um, being around family at Christmas time mm. and how triggering it can be and especially if you live away from home to head back some of the old patterning and some of the old conditioning can come back mm, definitely and I think it's strange when you go back to family because you can feel like a lot of the time oh I've come so far in my journey and then you, you really put it to the test when you go back home and you're around your family and not you know it might not be that they're particularly like nasty or trying to trigger you but they're used to the old you and Mm. humans don't like change and if they're not on a path of kind of self-development um they may not understand or may not be able to meet you where you're at now which can be quite triggering um I find personally as well it's been difficult through my journey to not go back to my old habits and old patterns Mm. when I'm around the, the people who knew me as that person I was not as the person I've now become oh yeah so true it's been such a journey for me Mm. um when I go back home and being with family is the ultimate test family and I guess yeah like friends from before Mm. um not that there's anything wrong like I absolutely love seeing my family and I love Mm -hmm. seeing my friends but I just so easy get sucked into that Mm. to be honest I think I've really turned a corner with it but it's took me a long time to not get sucked into that Mm. like staying up all night and drinking and um getting caught up in it all yeah yeah it's so hard isn't it because obviously I love seeing my family and my friends but sometimes I'm like 
oh god please don't ask me to, or don't expect me to do the things that I used to do and then it's almost like I then sometimes feel guilt that I'm not the person they expect me yeah. to be and it's definitely been part of my journey as well in holding my own boundaries holding myself and not betraying the truth and alignment that I'm in right now to make everyone else feel comfortable mm. um yeah so it's a big test um I feel like I'm a lot better with it as you said as you said as you said <laughs> um I feel like I've come a long way with it but it's yeah it's always something that can be difficult and you know family don't mean it in a malicious way mm. like the majority of the time um and I know no one's doing it to be nasty they're doing it because you know they want what they know yeah and when you're not giving them that it can be quite triggering for them which in turn can really test your your strength and how you hold yourself mm-hmm. and then you add alcohol into the mix and all of it and it just oh bloody hell yeah it's crazy and it is the ultimate test because i find that when i'm triggered by my family i do automatically get on the defensive and go back Mm. to how i used to act which is to be really snappy and that's Mm. something that well it's a lot of work on now family or not (laughs) (laughs) but especially when i go home Mm. and yeah like you said like sometimes like they just don't get it like i know my granddad um, when because I don't eat meat and stuff anymore, is he, he? I remember him saying to me once, "Oh, is that not part of your religion then? <laughs> Can you eat that then? Can you not eat that then? Or you just oh. don't get it?" Oh, Bless I him. get ripped to bits for being vegan. Honestly, there's always comments, and I'm just like, oh, you know, you're like, I'm just actually not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about anything. If you put it on my plate, I'm just going to be like, no, <laughs> uh, no. I they're a lot better, but it is, it is one of them things, and I think, yeah, it's. It's, you know, Christmas is a beautiful time, but it can also be a really difficult time. And I think it's not really shown anywhere in the media or Christmas films and all that, that, you know, it's such a magical time, but it can actually be a really difficult time for a lot of people. And Mm. I think it's important to acknowledge that and just say, like, if you are one of them people, then I see you, I hear you, because Christmas is a difficult time, and especially... I find it quite difficult having lost a parent. Mm. It can be quite a triggering time around Christmas. And yeah, because you're missing someone, you know? Mm. And and then when everyone has a few bevies, a few drinks, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, do you remember when this happened? You're like, oh, here we go down memory lane, which can be beautiful. But, you know, if everyone's had a few drinks and stuff, it can get emotional and especially if you've got a big story with your family and things like that. So, yeah, just to acknowledge that it's not all fucking mistletoe and Rudolph and the reindeers and all that jazz and Christmas music. Like, there are elements of that, but there's also elements of heaviness, which I think is really important to be acknowledged. And so if you're... I'll just say to anyone who's listening, if you feel that you don't actually love Christmas and you actually feel a little bit overwhelmed by it or anxious about it, then that's super normal. And a lot of people probably feel the same. It's just not really spoken about. Yeah, it's all like Instagram pics. Look what I got for Christmas at my shiny new things sometimes, isn't it? And you can think everybody's having the best Christmas ever. 
um, and you're the only one not. I know the last couple of years I've actually been really like kind of disheartened at Christmas because it really doesn't line, align with my values anymore. Mm. And because of that reason, sometimes I was finding it really difficult to enjoy, like when I saw all the waste mm. and all the wrapping and all these things. And I'm like, I loved seeing my niece on Christmas Day, but I was just like, we're all grown ups now. Like, what is it? <laughs> what yeah. is this all about and sometimes I feel like people lose sight of it and I see my mum running around getting stressed getting presents for everyone I'm like you don't have to that's not what it's about mm. you know it's supposed to be enjoyed yeah and yeah for me I'm just really looking forward to having um doing it differently to how I've ever done it this year yeah. and having a really simple simple Christmas so what is it you're planning on doing for Christmas well I don't know yet but I know it'll be simple <laughs> 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 no I think we're gonna go um to I think I'm gonna have community dinner, Christmas dinner. Beautiful. Yeah. And um just get some nice food, but that's another thing, like it was always like an overindulgence of eating too much mm. and drinking too much to the point where I made myself feel crap and tired yeah. and sluggish and I really don't want to mm. do that this year. Like no. I want to enjoy food. It's all about the balance, isn't it? Yeah, it is about the balance, but there's definitely an element in our society of overindulgence in every sense of the word at Christmas mm. alcohol, food, gifts, like all of it. It's it's pure privilege, isn't it, really? Mm. Um, and yeah, the waste is a big one. Um I don't feel like I see much food waste because we always will reuse the food or make something else for Boxing Day in the following days. Yeah. But the waste is in plastic packaging, wrapping paper. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Hard. It's it's heavy it's so much. Yeah, it's really, really quite triggering. I know I've said to my family this year, because there's quite a big group of us, and we were going to do like a secret Santa. Mm. And we were like, oh, we'll all buy it. Like someone said in the family group chat, oh, we'll all buy each other. Um, you know, a funny present. And years ago, I would have been like, yeah. And then I was like, mm, can we all actually be mindful that we don't just buy buy some plastic crap that we're actually not going to use if we're going to buy each other something that's buy something we actually need yeah and that isn't you know going to get bins and then my cousin mentioned that she had a secret center in work and they bought her um what is it like um a fishing set for when you sat on the toilet that was just like like you know a funny little gift and it was just made of plastic and she said she never used it and just got bins and it was just like wow it's just a lot of shy yeah even like putting stuff in Christmas crackers, like the little yeah. plastic things, and you like look at them for two seconds, and you find it under the table three weeks later, and you're like, oh, I forgot about that little two two centimeter size comb that I got on my yeah. Christmas cracker. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, because when I was younger, this all this stuff never really crossed my mind, but as I'm becoming mm. more aware of the environment and the impact that we as humans are having on it, I just can't mm. can't even pull a cracker anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know last year, I told you earlier, didn't I? I got um, my niece's birthday is in December, so I got all their wrapping paper from the presents and I recycled it all at Christmas and wrapped everyone's mm. presents in, like, pink little girls' wrapping paper. I love that. But that was um, just me doing my bit. But this year, I'm not even doing presents. I know yeah. it's a bit Grinchmas, but I just think, yeah, like you said, you end up with stuff that you don't want. Mm. And I say it every year to my mum because she always gets me stuff I don't want, like you know, don't get me it, especially when I was mm. travelling. She used to buy me some right crap. And I, I used to bin it all or give it away, like smellies and stuff, because I can't carry it around yeah. with me. So, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I've been very, like, this year, when people have been asking me what I've wanted, I need a new, like, travel water bottle, because mine's broke. So that was 
one one of the things and my mum was like oh um you know what size are you and I was just like ah, like before you buy me anything if you're gonna buy me anything then please get it from a charity shop mm. <laughs> and I really don't need anything um yeah it's so difficult especially that competition of feeling like I need to spend more money because I know I get caught up in that definitely mm. but yeah it's a very strange time but it's hard to get the balance of you know I come I know my family have ideas of what they like I have my ideas of you know not wanting to overindulge and things like that or not wanting to drink and then it's like oh, don't be a crank back just have a drink like oh you know as if I'm ruining Christmas I'm like yeah and in the past I have crossed my own boundary and been like oh, okay I'll just have a drink just because I felt you know what just shut everyone up and make it easier for everyone yeah and actually I'm like no I actually need to hold myself in this minute and go what do I actually want fuck what everyone else wants like I love my family love them to death but fuck off what everyone else wants what do I actually want what's in alignment with me yeah um because why should we cross our own boundaries just to suit other people so true especially family it's so easily done because you mm. want to please them and you don't yeah. want to I remember one year my mum was like just have some turkey I was like I want turkey why are you pushing that on me I think that's really awful thing mm. to do but they don't get it they don't see it like that um but yeah we thought of some little tips anyway just to I don't know, navigate yourself through Christmas mm. a little bit more easier, especially this year because um, so many different opinions yes. um, because of COVID, and that's another reason I'm glad I'm skipping out this yeah. year, actually. Like um, I said to my family, rule number one, COVID does not get spoken about. Yeah. Like, because it's just going to end up being arguments and people getting anxious about it. Let's just for one day forget it's here. Yeah. If we can and it's having a fucking air time this year do you know what i mean like let's all give it a break and forget about yeah. it i mean when we talk about it we're just giving it energy to it like i know we're doing that right now but enough energy is going into it mm-hmm. we don't need to add to it so i've just said like no it's not getting spoken about please i'd really appreciate it if it wasn't spoken about and my family have all agreed yeah that's such a good one so that's been a massive one for me um a protective bubble energetically first thing in the morning yes put in an energetic or when like meditating on it or if you are reiki attuned or even if you're not reiki attuned being able to imagine an energetic bubble being put around your body and when people approach you um and they may want to project these projections just bounce off the bubble and they you, they don't penetrate through the bubble to you yeah so once you put that bubble up if you just imagine yourself um, being held within that bubble wherever you go and whoever you're around, that is your safety Yeah. to allow these oh. things to oh, fall sorry. away. Um, armour. You could do like a suit of mm. armour as well. Yeah, that's And what I've been doing is a ring of, like a ring of fire around me. Um, mm. So it actually burns and transmutes instead of bounces back. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that, actually. Yeah. Um, but protecting your energy and keeping up a practice first thing in the morning, I think, is really important. Especially over Christmas, because you can wake up and go straight for yeah. the biscuits, can't you? <laughs> Definitely. The I good think, Christmas food. Yeah, all the good stuff. Um, yeah, I think just taking, whether it's three minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, every single day, every morning, just breathing in and just 
you know, consoling your child self and just being like, I'm safe in this body. I am safe. My boundaries are like, I hold my boundaries in place and nothing can change this. And also, if you are feel, feeling confronted by a family member or a friend or whatever it is, you know, I know it's not always easy, but just catching yourself in that minute and just taking a breath before you reply and just say, I want to reply in alignment with myself mm. and from a place of love and compassion mm-hmm. and rather than retaliate. And I know that can be really difficult, but I found that if I can step out of that defensiveness that I've always had previously and just be mindful, be aware of myself and be like, actually, this is not mine to hold. So I'm going to just give you compassion and love and not allow this to penetrate through my bubble or pass my fire. Yeah, yeah and don't just waste that energy on it. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just taking space um, so you can respond rather than react in mm-hmm. your kind of default mode. Definitely. And that's especially hard with family because mm-hmm. you automatically want to go back into that default yeah. mode. There's history there, isn't there? Yeah, it's like doing what you've always done, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really good. Also, taking space just for yourself. Like, if you're all staying at home and staying within the same house, sometimes it can get overwhelming. And just taking a five, ten minute walk around the block just to clear your head, get some mm-hmm. fresh air. And, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed by anything or a bit like everyone's doing your head in. <laughs> um, just taking some space alone and just getting out there and just coming back with a clear clear mind and a clear head. Yeah, definitely. Really good. Super important. What else did we talk about? Mm. Oh, forgiving yourself. Yeah. So, like, for, for me, like, I was, like vegan over a couple of christmases i'm I'm not vegan anymore um but when i went home i'd be like start eating the cheese that was like my thing because i love cheese and i'd make myself feel so guilty afterwards like oh, i shouldn't have eaten that or even while i was doing it it stopped me from like really enjoying it mm. and so like i think it's really important that like if you do fancy doing something that you won't normally do or if you do have a drink um or even if you get roped into it or even if you just do it off your own back like but you wouldn't normally do it like you can put a lot of guilt on yourself like the next day or whatever so Mm. just like really forgive yourself and just allow yourself to enjoy whatever it is that you're doing in that moment without guilt yeah and you know if you're doing it mindfully then it's not a bad day no and yeah be showing so much kindness to yourself and just knowing that you know it is a triggering situation, or maybe, not everyone, but it might be a triggering situation that you're in. And this year, there's been so much going on as well. Yeah. You know, and no one's perfect. So just be kind to yourself and just do what you want to do because you feel called to do it, not because you feel pressured. Mm. I know that's easier said again. But, yeah, just giving, you that, giving yourself that space to just tap in and say what do i need in this moment mm. and or what even what you need what do i desire yeah yes love that yeah definitely and just try and enjoy yeah because it is a time to be enjoyed and celebrated and yeah. you know um, but also saying that if you want to cry then fucking cry i cry most christmases yeah i have a little tear or two mm. a little tear or two yeah <laughs> 
it's not always cracked off what's supposed to be but I think taking a lot of pressure off like I think there's a lot of pressure and especially like it could go two ways this year because everyone's had a lot of pressure on all year so everyone could just run a really nice Christmas or everyone could just have a lot of pressure on them and mm. so you could go the other way and not be able to relax so just making that conscious effort to you know mm. leave all the worries behind for a few days and just really chill and enjoy yourself and and i think tuning out from social media and your phone and stuff is like a really beautiful place because that can really pull you out of alignment sometimes and then we get into the oh my god well they're all having a beautiful day and look what they got and i couldn't afford to buy someone that and the comparison game and mm. and you know, when we're around family and friends, if we have been on this journey and we're going home and it could potentially be quite triggering, then presence is key. And when you're on your phone, it pulls you out of presence, I find. For sure. Mm. And you don't fucking need to see what everyone's doing on Christmas Day, I don't think. And I was like, who gives a shit, really? I always actually do make a point of not being on my phone mm. um, on Christmas Day. I like to send my messages out in the morning and then... And do my best just to stay off it mm. and i think i think yeah that's such a good one um you just yeah presence and really just being with everyone that you love yeah rather yeah. than having your head in the phone yeah definitely just having some boundaries with that that's definitely a big one which i know we all struggle with oh god yeah so addictive really i mean boundaries is. in general with social media and phones i think anyway i'm like really big on that nine till nine i like to keep it off is that what you do nine till nine yeah pretty much i mean obviously there's the odd time where it's a bit different but nine times out of ten that's my new thing that's good on airplane mood yeah yeah that's good i need to um start doing i mean i do do it sometimes but sometimes i've i like to sleep with a meditation on Mm -hmm. so i don't well i'll put a meditation on then end up falling asleep like um like a sleep story or something or something if I feel like it so I don't have to listen to the energy of Glastonbury vibrating <laughs> um but yeah it's really good to put your phone on airplane moods you don't need them you don't need that um what's it called the, the shit coming off your phone emf yeah yeah turning wi-fi off on a night time is good as well mm. if you can remember to do that going off topic a little bit but yeah this is definitely going off topic so remember that for christmas day <laughs> after all your um what is it you drink on christmas day uh books first mold wine yeah everything is there anything people do six mold wines deep and go turn your wi-fi off <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's time uh, um yeah. what else what else are we talking about hmm. but, I don't think we spoke about anything else. I think that was it. It was just coming on to do a little quick one. Just, yeah, let everyone know that if Christmas is a difficult time for you, then you're not alone. And obviously, I know when we say difficult time, there is people going through probably a more difficult time. Well, definitely going through a more difficult time than the things we are discussing on this podcast. Mm. Um, But yeah, just to bring awareness to the people who are privileged enough to be listening to this podcast but also know that you know i know that everything's or we know that everything's not perfect and it's okay mm. like it's okay to not have everything fine and dandy it's also okay to be anxious about going home mm. super normal mm-hmm. mm. yeah really so normal, just, especially if you're living away yeah 
yeah just be kind to yourself be present and it's a really good opportunity to practice holding your boundaries in place and practice holding your inner child and and see how far you've come it's always nice to yeah. reflect on that when you go back home definitely um and you know you act in a different way than mm. you you did at one point and yeah. stuff like that it's really nice to see that i think and maybe even the more triggered your family and friends are the further you've grown <laughs> you know? yeah <laughs> that is true mm. but yeah just saying that just it's christmas like it's been a rough year just you know do what you can to have the nicest most kind of pleasurable time with your family with your friends and you know each one can be merry yeah but please look out for the environment yeah <laughs> yes yeah beautiful beautiful well i hope you all have a beautiful christmas and sending all the love yeah thanks for listening bye what's up everyone welcome back to revolution evolution i am lucy and i've got um my girl beck back on this week just because uh, between us we've been chatting a lot about Christmas time and how triggering it can be and how you know there's a lot of pressure for to have this like you know Instagrammable kind of Christmas and the reality of it can be so much different so um, yeah we just had a little chat and put together some tips on how to you know handle it a little bit better if you if you feel you're getting triggered by family or by what's going on so yeah hope you enjoy i hope you enjoyed the episode thank you for listening uh if you did enjoy please um subscribe if you haven't already um and it would be much appreciated if you could leave me some stars and even possibly a few words if you're listening on apple and yeah see you next time Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Way of the Womb podcast. If this episode resonated with you and if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share this on your social media. Tag me at Beck Wallace Birthkeeper and drop me a message. Let me know how you found it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review. It just helps other people to find the podcast so that we can build community and gather together. Thanks so much. Sending all the love.